Welcome to our second in our new series of In Conversation with Oma, and uh, we've got some interesting things to talk about today, so let's give Oma a shout now. My name is Edmund, and I'm one Hello. Good afternoon, Mum. How are you? Afternoon. Very good. So this mor- this afternoon's uh, podcast is uh, we're going to go. We had a little bit about your childhood, and uh, now we're going to do a little bit about what it was like being a child in the war. So let me, for our listeners, Mum, let me just take them back to. It was Friday the 10th of May, 1940, and you would have been 13 years old, and that's when uh, the Netherlands were invaded. So, I guess, how did you find out, and how did you feel, and how did it all start? Were you at school at the time, or...? I, I must have been at school, but I uh, obviously I didn't go to school that day. I, I was at home, and it must have been coming, or it must have been warned. I don't know how that happened. The thing is, I was 13. Yeah. I was a very childish 13, and I'm sure they kept things Yeah. And so, me, 
prevent too bad I think we slept all downstairs but seemed to be the safest thing and when there was any noise or any danger that we thought was we were hiding under the stairs that seemed to be the safest place in the house not the cellar because you mightn't be able to get out of that anymore so under the stairs and we just huddled there so and did you you must have had air raid warnings and things like that were there yes they must have been there too but as far as i know near us no bombs fell and uh, and you were pretty central to the you were pretty central in the hague as well weren't you i was in the hague i was in an in an uh, area of the hague on the outside near the dunes okay and uh, so the center would have been bombed was it the what the center of the hague bombed no i don't think so there wasn't anything bombed there no, I, I think maybe all bombs, but definitely nothing major happened there. Now, there may have been a lot of shooting, because that's what they did as well. They came down and flew low over places and just shot at whatever was in the way. So the, that may have been, but we didn't go out, we stayed in. Yeah. And uh, then after four days it it was over now the dutch hadn't a chance of course after with an army like the germans who were so much more sophisticated and much bigger so we were just overrun then and it definitely we knew that because certainly suddenly there were germans all there there were a huge amount of soldiers and uh, they they showed themselves they were around very obviously one of the things they did was they marched in big groups early in the morning very very early about six or something and they sang now they were beautiful singers but it was just to show we are now in charge and we are in and in the beginning I can't remember really being very afraid and that probably because they kept bad things for me but I know you were aware that they were there and people were of course afraid and then after a couple of weeks they were really settling in and they started having checkpoints arresting people and for the tiniest little thing that went wrong if you were unkind to a German or anything or you wouldn't dare say anything because that would be immediately punished and uh, so in the beginning in normal life my, my father went back to the office i think i went back to school so life returned 
in a certain way, quite normally. But uh, it got, of course, gradually, it got worse and worse. And that is, uh, then after a while, all the Jewish people had to wear yellow stickers. And of course, the Jewish people knew what happened to the Jews in Germany. So that was very alarming for them. And uh, yeah, little things, there were checkpoints confiscate things straight straight away if they wanted to and they could enter your house and search it there was absolutely no they could do what they liked and that was threatening it wasn't you you weren't a boss anymore yeah and, and of course there was before the war a party in Holland, the NSP, the National Socialist Party, and they were very much in agreement with the Germans. And they started to work together with them and uh, to do things for them and to help. And because they, after the war, were very badly punished. And because they, they really, in a way, yeah. And at what stage did the did the um, restrictions? Did you have to stay inside? Were, were there curfews and were you? No, that, that took that took quite a while. The restrictions came very very gradually, and um, we were still allowed to go on holiday in the Netherlands, not abroad, of course, anymore. We, we were still traveling, there was still petrol in the beginning. It was when the rationing came. And when did that come in? And I can't remember exactly when that came in, but it came in very gradually as well. And of course, was rationing for petrol and for food, lots of the food, of course, in the beginning. It was uh, butter and sugar and flour and things like that, and meat and rationing for clothing. You couldn't buy clothes anymore. You had to have points for those, and for even small bits, even hanky was points. So that over the time got more and more severe and of course the Netherlands were quite able to produce their own food even if there was no imports but uh, certainly after a couple of years a lot of our food went to Germany because they needed it there too and uh, in, the, in the beginning of the war of course Germany was very very well off and everything was great. They were well able for all this, but as time grew on and they were feeling, yeah, losing, not quite losing, but they they had hoped to go immediately over to England and 
having even this belt and lost whole object. And that's why they were all along the coast there in France and Belgium. They were ready to go across, but that didn't happen. And, uh, and that was late 1940 was the Battle of Britain, which uh, where they they fought in these skies above above uh, London. So. The bombing went on, then in Britain, did it? Yeah, yeah, 19, yeah. end of 1940 was when the Battle of Britain was. Yeah. So. And that we heard planes go over, huge amount of planes, and that was, I can remember, waking in the middle of the night and calling my parents and saying, they're flying again, they're flying, and some of them might lose a bomb on the way or there may be accidents and so even all the planes overhead if they were German were still dangerous yeah. then on the other end Allied planes came in as well and they went to Germany and bombed there too yeah. and because that they it was the bombing that was very very planes would have been coming low, would they? They would be very low flying over. And maybe it was just, I don't know if it was Allied planes, but the German planes used to warn the Dutch to be careful. And that kind of thing, you weren't sure of of, of your lives now. Nothing like that ever happened to any of us, but still, you, you knew yeah. they were in charge and they could do what they like. Yeah. And then people started to hide other people in their houses. And I had the end Frank. Did you read the end yeah. Frank? Yeah. No, I never read it because I don't want to read things like that. I find it too emotional to read about it. But people were hiding them. Other people in attics and in cellars. And, and of course, if there were regular inspections and if they found something, everyone would be straight away picked up and go. 
and we all knew if you were sent to pay would you ever be back and presumably people knew where what that all meant in terms of where they went in the concentration camps and things like that I don't know how they knew but they knew they were there and now there were labor camps as well and a lot of young men later were transported to Germany to work to work in the fields and maybe in factories because all the German young men are soldiers and at the front so that was another thing and they were at least looked after to a certain point but the concentration camp now camps now we didn't know the exact ins and outs but we knew from yeah, that was absolutely and there was for instance in the park opposite us it was a little stream and one day two Jewish people were found there and they had drowned themselves and yeah those mm-hmm. things happened it was very emotional but then I was a child and yeah there were still a lot of things yeah you had to keep going and maybe played games sometimes at home and there was very little contact with others not the villainizers had to leave when it became a restricted area and it was a restricted area because of the launching area we, we, we saw so that there was something I don't know what the launching was something else but there was something yeah. there and it had to be restricted and it was very restricted and you were every time you went you left and you you had to show cards yeah yeah and the thing is, and it's the same with the pandemic, we never thought it would go on that long. So we keep in the beginning, and it won't be long, the Allies will be here in no time. But it didn't. And, and that's the thing, we never thought the pandemic would last that long. So you, no. you don't look that it will go and last five years. You, you live very much by the day yeah and mom that's it i think that's a great place to 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 finish our our first one and we'll we'll come back to it and um and and talk a bit further okay thanks so much mom thank you